Welcome, my fellow nerd and nerdettes. Today's podcast episode features talks of spooky things, Marvel, and the end of an era, and the new Watchmen. <laughs> You're now listening to Featuring Dez. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the start of my new season of my podcast. And today I'm accompanied by one of my good friends and colleagues, my buddy Brandon. Say hi to the people, Brandon. Hey, how's it going? And uh, my buddy Brandon and I, we have a special topic or topics we like to talk about today. You know, just a little small movie you guys might have heard of over the past couple weeks or so. You know, nothing too big. <clears throat> Endgame. <laughs> now, with that being said, before we get to Endgame, there's a couple topics me and my buddy Brandon want to go over. And uh, first up, guys, I want to talk to you guys about the new Watchmen trailer that was just released this week. Now, I'm not sure how many of you have seen the new Watchmen trailer, but it is odd, to say the least. Like, it doesn't reveal much. And, Brandon, you know, before I get into it, what did you think? I, as someone who's both read the the, the source material and have wa- has watched the movie... Right. I was cautiously optimistic about the trailer. Yeah, sure. Because it kind of gave off the vibe of what the comic was generally about. Okay. So, like, because... God, I'm I'm forgetting the name. The The characters? Yeah, the characters. Oh, yeah, Rorschach. Yeah, Rorschach. yeah. yeah. uh, That's kind of how he came off in the comics a little bit. Right, right. So... But to see so many people, right, right, right. I, I, I think, I think. So here's just my thing. So for those who don't know, this new TV show, from what I understand, takes place years after uh, Watchmen, and it doesn't follow any of the source material. And so uh, what I'm thinking, this is my guess. I think Rorschach inspired a cult. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think his death and his sacrifice uh, affected people so greatly that that they try to tell to like follow his lead and his example. And I can honestly see that. Happening right. in this uh, the new HBO series, right? Right. Do, and do you know how many episodes? Or I do not. But I'm I'm honest. Honestly, it's HBO and HBO for the most part they'll give you like super short seasons, but the episodes will be long as hell. Like for example, because it'll probably be like what ten episodes. Yeah, and honestly, I don't think it'll be that long of a season because this is a season one. We don't know how it's going to perform. Yeah. And uh, like for example, even Game of Thrones season one got what five four episodes. Ten episodes. Really, the first season. Yeah. First okay. Season. Still, that's short though. Like in comparison to most. TV but shows. it was expected because, like, the first book of Game of Thrones. Oh, so, so this, like, okay, okay. I kind of wish it was longer. Right, right, right. With like me being the book fan I am of Game mm-hmm. of Thrones, mm-hmm. I'm being very, very picky. Actually, that's a, that's a different. I was gonna say that's a can of worms. I like to open up with you much a, later. That's actually, that's a different. Yeah, you know, wink, 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 nudge, nudge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> Arya. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> before anyway, so uh, Watchmen. And you've read the comic, correct? Yes. yes. Okay, so have I, although it's been quite a while, like over 10 years since I've read the Mine's comic. Mine's been about 10 years. Yeah, ago. yeah. I think I first read it in 2007, 2008. So it was, it's, it's been a while. Um, I, was, I was in high school. I think I was finishing up my senior year in high school or something like that. I think I was my third year in college when I read it. Okay, cool, a cool. good buddy of mine let me borrow his comic. And right, right, right. Yeah, and, and like I said, I enjoyed my entire stay and run with uh, Watchmen as a whole. But this, um, to say the least, this this new TV show, uh, I I know nothing about. Uh, as, as despite as uh, before, um, besides what we know, it, and uh, so as far as actors go, Yaha Mateen, uh, Yaya Mateen, who you guys may know from Aquaman, he played um, my boy Black Manta, which uh, you and I both agreed okay. probably had the strongest performance yes, okay. in in in, uh, in Aquaman, and um, 
Yaha, he, he will be in this series as well, the, okay. the Watchmen series. Do you and know which character you play? I do not know. Okay. I, I'm trying to keep myself as out of loop as possible so I can go in fresh with no okay, preconceived makes, notions. That makes sense. And uh, I'm trying to go in with, with, with a clear head, and he's in there. So, you know, he's he's great talent. So I'm excited for him. He was actually just recently in Jordan Peele's, um, uh, shoot, uh, oh my God. <laughs> the horror movie? Yeah, yeah. I got you. I'm having a blank today. But anyway, uh, Us, Us, he was just recently in Us. But anyway, Regina King, she's also in this new TV show for Watchmen. And Regina King, I'm so excited they actually went, f- they seem to, to go strictly after talent. Like, like hardcore good talent. Because Regina King, she's fresh off an Oscar win. Yeah. So, and I also think it's kind of interesting that this is kind of perfect timing for a Watchmen show to come out. Because it's been exactly, uh, almost exactly 10 years, or pretty much 10 years since the Watchmen um, film came out. It came out in like 2009, I believe. Yeah. And uh, and it's 2019 now, so I feel, I feel like that's perfect timing. Ten years have passed. People have, people have already gotten their fill of uh, Snyder's uh, take on the series. Uh, Alan Moore is a great author, and oh, yeah. I, I think I'd, I'd be happy if more of his work got adapted, but also Alan Moore is notoriously known for not being happy with how some people portray some of the, the, the his, oh, yeah. his, some, some of his work, so... Like I'm, su- I'm surprised League of Extraordinary Gentlemen got made. To be honest, oh, yeah. yeah. So, but with that said, let's move on into something a little bit more darker, and um, but it will still be in the realm of comics. I'm talking Swamp Thing, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, me and my buddy just rewatched the trailer for the new uh, Swamp Thing series that's coming out. It is a DC uh, series, and Brandon, I'm gonna let you go first um, and see if well, how, how you feel because my buddy Brandon here, he's not the biggest fan of horror per se, but. Since it is based off a, 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 a well-loved property in comics, I'm curious to how you feel about it. Swamp Thing looks interesting. I, it may not be up my alley. Right. Because like you said, I'm not a horror type person. And in the trailer, it definitely gives off as being geared towards the horror nerd. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I'm not trying to shame anyone. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's just not for me. Yeah. He's over here horror shaming. Shame, shame. <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones, shame, shame. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it, visually, mm-hmm. it looks good. Right. Like, from a technical standpoint, mm-hmm. I just don't know how faithful it's going to be to the mm-hmm. source material, at least for the character. Story-wise, you know, at this point, it doesn't really matter, like, if they adapt a specific story. Sure, sure. As long as they stay true to Swamp Thing's yeah. general mythos and character. Right, right. Because he's... He, you know, from what I understand, he is very protective of the nature and everything. Yes, and of course. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So as long as that that idea is there and present, mm-hmm. maybe not like over the head direct, mm-hmm. but there and people know that it's happening. Yeah. And see me, I'm in this kind of weird middle ground because I'm always happy to see more, uh, more, more great nerddom get adapted into uh, out there for the public to see. But I have to say, like growing up, I was never actually a real big fan of Swamp Thing. Um, I was I, like, he, 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 I just never uh, clicked with him. Now, with that being, yeah, I, I don't think many people really did because yeah. Swamp Thing. My buddy was, Greg, oh my buddy Greg loves the character Swamp yeah, Thing. Yeah, to me, Swamp Thing has always been an obscure. Right. Right. Character in the in the DC comic world, right? Compare like it's which is not hard to do within DC yeah, comics, yeah. Because with the holy trinity of Batman, Superman, yeah, Wonder yeah, Woman, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. even with Aquaman, uh, Martian Manhunter, even Cyborg, all to me all are overshadowing mm-hmm. uh, Swamp Thing, and even Constantine overshadows 
Uh, Swamp Thing. Yeah, I I I, I put Swamp Thing, uh, not Swamp Thing, but Constantine in the same league. I say like a Doctor Strange. Like Doctor Strange isn't necessarily like gonna gonna always bring in the big 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 bucks, but he 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 has his hardcore niche fans. Oh that, yeah, that, 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 like me, the, I, I yeah. love Constantine. Yeah, same. I love Constantine as well. Um, but now Doctor Strange has had his movie and he's in the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's grown even more in popularity. And and honestly, I think Constantine deserves. Uh, he deserves another shot. Cause yeah, because I, I watched the Constantine TV show. Right. And I'm like, I want more of this. But then yeah. I think I was NBC. Yeah. Just like, and I actually, feel, I actually feel a tad bit awful because I feel like I should have supported that show. show uh, I feel like I should have supported that show more than I did because I didn't watch it until it was like out on DVD or was streaming places. I didn't watch it on TV or anything like that. And I, I'm, do you know if it was lack of views? That, I think that, it's that, lack of views and yeah. like Cause, cause critique, as far as, critiques. I think were just kind of okay. Because as far as like as a show, I thought it was a fun series. As a matter of fact, I enjoyed. Here's the thing: because it was so different. Right, right. And here's the thing: I'm actually not a fan of most of the DC um, live, live live action uh, series, the mm-hmm. universe, the, the Arrowverse that that, uh, that that's been going. I'm not the, like Arrow. I love season one. And then it seemed like after season one, the show was on a slow, steady decline. I agree with that. And then, yeah. and then Flash season one was was, was was good. And then season two was 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 like I it was really fun, but like I never got past just the fun part. I was I was hoping it would get a little bit more deeper, but uh, for me, I like Fla- so Flash has gotten repetitive and, after a bit. Right, and and I, I, it sucks to say that because I love I like all these shows. I'm just saying that like none of them. Like, None of them really like super clicked with me. To, to me, Legends out of yeah out of all of them, right? The Flash, Arrow, Black Lightning, and Legends. Yeah. Legends probably is my favorite because mm-hmm. it's they embrace the campiness of what's going on. <laughs> like and and, yeah. and I like that. I like yeah. that. You know, it's pretty much like a Star Trek, mm-hmm. Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. Like um, all these sci-fi <laughs> tropes are in here mm-hmm. in Legends, and they're not ashamed of it. I like that. Right and man, to be honest with you, I like Legends as well. It's 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 pure fun, pure camp. I got no problem with it. Uh, they chose some great actors to to take on certain roles. They they do it do a good job. Um, and but, they and they have constantly the guy who played Constantine yeah. in the first TV show, and he I remember him saying he wanted to portray Constantine again. Yeah, because he liked the character. Yeah. So I hope that the Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. Brings in the guy who played Constantine, plays Constantine, into okay. the show, or at least references Constantine, because I know Swamp Thing and Constantine have a a close connection. Because I've read a little bit of Constantine's comics, right? And they have an interesting relationship, to say the least. Yeah, I, I see. Constantine is actually one of my favorite DC characters. He's up there with um. I guess I guess I could count uh, my boy uh, Sandman. He's up there with. I'm a big Green Lantern fan, but just this, as far as the, the DC TV shows, none of them have super have, have, have I've super clicked with. Um, and like I said, but um, if if uh, I, I here's the thing, I actually don't mind if they deviate too much from the source material in the Swamp Thing TV show because, like I said, I was never a big big fan. I was never super attached to it. Now, with that said, as long as they give me a compelling narrative or story to follow, yeah. then I'm game. Um, so. And and speaking of like uh, shows as, as as obscurity, um, there's a show that like deserves more props, and I'll talk to you about this later. But uh, oh, oh uh, what's it? Um, shoot, uh, I can't think of it right now. I just want to tip my tongue, but I'll come back to it later. Okay. But anyway, so now that we're on the subject of horror, let's move in into something 
that I'm ex- personally excited about, and uh, that's uh, the It Chapter Two trailer. So, I was a big fan of um, of of, of uh, the, the old school It uh, TV TV movie yeah, that came out. Yeah, yeah, with with my boy uh, Curry, yeah. Tim Curry. So I I, I, I loved uh, I loved that, but the new one, uh, the the new remake just came out, and I gotta tell you, it was amazing. Like. I'm, I'm never. I'm not the biggest fan of child. Most child actors kind of suck, in my opinion. Yeah. I know that's a bit harsh, but I feel like most child act, and these actors in in the uh, the 2015, no, 2016. What year did that movie? Anyway, 2017. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think so. 2017. Yeah, that it came out and wow, and uh, I loved it. I loved every every part of it. Beverly was badass. Ben was smooth as butter, and I saw this trailer and Jessica Chastain was damn near perfect. Yeah. Choice to play Miss Beverly. I love her. She is one of the one most one of the most underrated act- actors in the game. I love Molly's Game, which is one of my favorite films of that year when it came out. Yeah, and that trailer. You know, I love how it was simple. It didn't uh, have to show you too much of an overarching plot. It just showed it just showed Miss Beverly going in, having a creepy visit, and yeah, boom, bam, and I was sold. So I, I'm, I'm excited going going into this. Uh, Brandon, how about you? I know you're not necessarily the biggest horror fan. Yeah, it looks, based off the trailer, like it's going to be a good horror film. Right. And hit all the right notes for what you want in a good horror film. And, like, so, because I, from what I've heard, because I, I never saw the original TV series or the new movie. Okay. But, okay. um... The guy who plays it mm-hmm. looks amazing. Oh Scar- yeah, Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, from what I've heard, he is, is like amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. That, as it, and I, he again, he looks like he's bringing his A game yeah. to the character again. Right. In his short little brief views, in, like when he's shown in the new trailer, mm-hmm. that he's bringing the A game again, mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing. <laughs> So I, I do have to say one thing. So as much as I loved the, the new re, uh, remake it film that came out a couple years ago, um, Skarsgård was 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 phenomenal. My only problem was that I feel like they didn't give him enough breathing room. They, they they didn't let him just play. Like I felt like he was in there and then he was out. He was in there and he was out. And then when he was there, quite a few times it was like a jump scare. I hope uh-huh. I hope in they hope in this film they they let Skarsgård breed and have a little fun. Now that now they know they can trust him as an actor and he was received very well. They probably will because, mm-hmm. like you said, it's it was done well and whatnot. Yeah. And because uh, like in the first movie they had to set up everything. Right. You know, set the world up, set up the lore and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And now, because that's already set, I think they will allow Skarsgård to be, boom, bigger than life and yeah. whatnot. So, and I've, I don't know if you've seen Castle Rock, but Skarsgård, Skarsgård is in uh, Castle Rock. Uh, so, I actually have not seen Castle Rock. I, I, haven't, actually... I haven't either, but I've okay. heard he's in it and he's, again... Yeah. Does really well in Castle the Castle Rock series. Okay. Okay. So I might might give that a go. I, again, that may play well into the second movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he seems like an actor who'd be great in in, in a good solid drama or 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 an intriguing uh, mystery. Yeah. He, he just has I don't know. He seems to have the range and the face for it. So. Uh, I'm looking forward to more Skarsgård. I'm looking forward to more it, especially if it's anything even remotely similar to what it's uh, the previous one was. So yeah, yeah, that's that. 
Now, speaking of horror and terror, um, uh, we will get to the horror and terror that is Thanos and that ass whooping. But before we get to that... Well, we have Captain America's ass. To yeah. talk about. <laughs> that is America's <laughs> ass. <laughs> it is. Now, before we get into the true horror, I want to talk to you. So, summer is basically here now, right? Yeah. I got to ask you, are there any films, at least blockbuster-wise, or films that you see as a blockbuster that you're just hyped for? Uh, the only one I can think of is Spider Man. Okay, okay, far from and and that makes sense, especially with you know he's he's our first look at post uh, in game. Oh yeah, post snap and mm-hmm. really post end game stuff. Yeah. Uh, so outside of that, I can't really think of anything else. Okay. For. Because big I, movies that because, are coming because out. and this is mostly a shout out to my boy Greg. Um, I know he is hype beyond hype. For the king, I'm not talking Biggie Smalls, the king in New York. Oh, I'm talking Godzilla. about yeah, I'm talking about Godzilla, oh, yeah, king yeah, of Godzilla, monsters. Yeah, Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. can't go wrong with Godzilla. Yeah, so I'm talking about that. I'm actually pretty damn hyped for that boy. I think I might take. I think oh, shh, dude, I'm just ready to see some monsters throw that dude. Rodan, uh, Mothra, uh, yeah, Gira. Oh my god. Yeah, it's they're they're bringing out the heavy hitters. They really do. Like it's kind of funny because I feel like. Godzilla, you could tell with the first Godzilla film that came out a couple years ago, they they were kind of like, uh, they were kind of like, so let's see how people react to this. Oh, people react, love this. Okay, let's go ham. Like this movie, it's, it feels like there's like a deal, uh, in a good way. It feels like there's a bit of a disconnect. It's like, hey, we're gonna do this small little, we're gonna do this Godzilla film, but make it a little bit of small thing. Have, sprinkle Godzilla throughout the film, but make it a movie about a guy and his wife. And now this one, they're like, no, monsters all day. Like, yeah, and that's what you need for a Godzilla movie. It's, yeah, it's supposed to be about. Godzilla Dilla. and the monsters. Yeah. So. And, and like I said, I'm, I mean, I wasn't, I'm, I wasn't too mad. There were some people that were kind of mad that Godzilla was used sparingly in the Godzilla film. I wasn't too mad about that because the film itself was still fine. So. Yeah. But Godzilla was dope though. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, that last little bit of the Godzilla movie was so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. They gave him some cool, interesting abilities, but this film just. Oh, just some of the shots in the trailer, oh, like, yeah. are, are they're definitely what I like to call breath, take your breath away shots, but. Besides that, uh, I am in, kind of interested to see John Wick 3 just because I, st- I started the series with very little interest and now I'm intrigued because the series, like John Wick 1, when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, Ken Reese is doing a generic action film. And then I saw it, I was like, oh, this is a l- very good, fun generic action film. Yeah. And then the sequel came out, same thing. And now and this one, I feel like, you know what, I'm already invested. I love Keanu, my boy. But I, so I feel like I might as well wrap it up. But another film I'm actually excited to see is Detective Pikachu that I believe came out this week. My brother saw it. He loved it. His girl loved it. Therefore, I might take my girl to go see it. So, yeah. Know. Detective Pikachu looks interesting. Yeah. I mean, I love Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is one, is one of the most charismatic actors today. I would love to see him and Will Smith do a movie together. Yeah. Because both those two are just two of the most charismatic actors on the planet. So, but, you know. All right. Now, the time has come. And Brandon, I have to say, I hope they remember you. <laughs> Snap, I know. All right, so now that we just talked about America's ass, but now we need to talk about the horror and love and tears that oh, is that is Avengers Endgame. Oh, man. Okay, so first of all, let's... So g- give me your thoughts on the... Tr- give me your thoughts on the film as a whole, and then we'll go from there. Pretty much perfection. Perfection. It's what I wanted as... A Marvel fanboy, right? A general comic book fanboy, yeah. And it, the payoff was what I wanted after what twenty two movies, yeah. 
it just built up and built up and built up and the amount of tears I shed at the end of the movie, oh. rightly so, yeah, was a great indication of how much I loved that three-hour movie. Yeah. I mean, it... It just—it's kind of hard to put into words. Yeah, yeah. It's. It, it, and I'm letting you letting you talk so here because it's. Like, it, there's just so many scenes and moments that uh, just stand out and just hold a special place in my heart. Yeah. For what happened in the movie, mm-hmm. which we'll probably get to in a bit. Yeah, yeah. So. So I have to say that for a movie that was supposed to be three hours, it did. Oh, it did not. It did not feel like three hours, and I'm not gonna. Uh, here's the thing: I loved Infinity War. I loved. It. I, I, I thought. I thought that they they made Thanos' story come to a complete full circle. It is his whole thing. I don't know, it was great, but there are parts of Infinity War where you could tell it was it was a long movie, and I felt like in everything everything that they learned from from Infinity War was was done better in game. Oh, yeah. And dude, this movie, like. Like, this movie, like, made me cry. And not just because it was sad, but it made me cry because this is everything I ever wanted to see on screen done since I was a kid. Like, dude, uh, man, I don't even know what to say. Like, I I know exactly. Like, let's just break it down. Yeah. Go, like, the the beginning. Right. With Hawkeye, so, oh, that's how actually what I was gonna bring up is that is that that was what a brutal way to start a goddamn I mean, that's movie. A, that's a cold, that's a cold opening. That's a fucked up. Oh, and, and it's and it was great. Great about that opening is that almost instantly when you meet Hawkeye years later, you get it. Yeah, oh, you yeah. get it. Like you may, you may not approve of his methods oh, of yeah. what he's doing, but you get it. Like he wants he's he wants blood. He yeah, wants, he doesn't care how he did does yeah. it. He wants the blood. And, and here's, here's the thing. I'm actually glad. Uh, I actually hope in the future. And I'm actually, here's the thing. Even though I'm upset that we lost Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. Um, because a big fun fact about me, Scar- uh, Scarlett Johansson's portrayal of Black Widow is actually one of my top three favorite portrayals in the, in, uh, out, out of the main Avengers, actually. Um, I know some people, I think uh, Scarlett deserves more credit, but Jeremy Renner is an amazing actor. Sorry, Scarlett, but Jeremy Renner is an amazing actor, and I feel like in the Avengers films, he's been somewhat underutilized. Yes. And I hope in the future, they give him, I hope he stays with, with the series, and so they can do more with him, because Jeremy yeah. Renner is an amazing actor. If you have not seen any films with him recently, like, say, Wind River, do yourself a favor, go watch this man work. And you, you get to see him put put in more work in this film, and I thought it was great. I want to see more of that dark side of Clint Barton. Yeah. I, want, I want to see yeah. Jeremy Renner get to get the flex those acting acting chops because, like, uh, half, half the Avengers, like most of the Avengers, are all great actors. Like, like all actually all of them are. Oh, yeah. They're all great actors. But I feel like Jeremy Renner is oh, one of, Paul is, Rudd. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like uh, Jeremy Renner is one of the most uh, slept on uh, oh, actors. Yeah. He's he's so good, and and I I'm I'm a bit upset that. Scarlet is gone, but I, you, I, I, it's understandable. Yeah, why she got killed off? Because yeah. it was more emotional. I get just yeah. You wouldn't have gotten that emotional gut punch. Yeah, and, and, if Hawkeye died, right? And and it, and it also makes sense why why Black Widow uh, left us because even in the comics, 
the story of Black Widow has always been somewhat of a tragedy, right? Yeah. And so, if, if you notice, after the snap, everyone kind of went on and did stuff. Every, everyone's got, got, got something to attend to. Tony's got a family. Rhodey's got his duties to the government. Everyone's got, got, got this thing. Uh, Bar Clinton Barton's got his family and everything. But uh, um, Black Widow... Her family was Shield. Her family was the Avengers, and all the, all that is gone. Oh, yeah. And so she's got nothing. The Avengers are her family, and so and so. What what better way to perfectly use the character whose whole whose whole idea of family was the Avengers for her to sacrifice herself for her family, the, the Avengers, and 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 it's it's just great because even though a lot of people probably would have wanted Clint Clint to, to die off, um, because Clint did so much evil, Clint had a family and. And Black Widow, she her family was the Avengers, so she's doing it for for them. Yeah. And dude, I'm not gonna lie, I I, I teared up. I, I there's this, I talked to this dude the other day. He was like, man, I don't really care when Black Widow died. I was like, shut the. F I I got pretty upset because Black Widow is is, is one of my favorite Marvel. I, I I have a thing for the more tortured, <laughs> tortured comic characters. I, uh, Daredevil is one of my favorite characters, and he's a bit of a martyr, but I, I love Daredevil. He's probably my favorite Marvel character, and uh. Scarlet and um, Scarlet, I, I feel like she did a great job handling Miss Black Widow. Winter Soldier is still my favorite single, uh, single MCU film. Uh, my favorite MCU film might just be Endgame, and I know yeah. I, I know those are bold words. Uh, yeah, it's definitely top three for me. Yeah, but we'll see. And like I said, I, I thought her, I thought her dying was perfect. I do wish that we could have got more, uh, more, more time with Black Widow. But you know, I, it's it's part of the journey. Yeah. Part of the journey is the end. So. But it should be interesting to see what they do with the the prequel, right. Black Widow movie. Right, right. Yes, Black Widow is getting her own film, which I'm super stoked about. I'm super happy about. And here's the thing: I feel like Black Widow's uh, life before the Avengers is insane. Yeah, and like, I and, and I think a lot of people hope mm -hmm. that they bring out Budapest. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. I, like, it's just been referenced so many times. Yeah, yeah. Is... Natasha Romanoff is one of the one of the greats in the Marvel universe, and uh, like her 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 effect in the Marvel universe should not go uh should, should not be forgotten. And not and it's yeah she she's dope and yeah. I love her. And and speaking of another Scarlet, bruh, Scarlet Witch lost like the the only other man besides her. She she lost everything. Like his thing. She lost her brother. She lost her twin brother. Which as a, as a, as a twin myself. Dude, I felt that when, when she lost her brother in Age of Ultron, but, like, oh. But with the post snap, yeah, like with after what happened, and with the Spider-Man trailer, mm -hmm. the Far From Home trailer, do you think Quicksilver will come back? Man, to be honest with that, you, that that because that that could happen. They could bring yeah. back the guy, mm -hmm. like Quicksilver back. Brandon, I'll be honest with you. I think you were being too damn optimistic here. But you know, but, but, we, we I, need some optimism, I guess. Granted, you know? he could be from a different world. True, true. Because you yeah. know, because they could bring in, you know, the <clears throat> X Men. Because you know, uh, Fantastic Four. Yep. Yeah, oh, I would love Fantastic Four, but that's we're gonna talk about that yeah. later. But anyway, the other Scarlet, Miss Scarlet Witch, she lost her twin brother. Ouch. Then the only other man she loved besides her brother. The man she loves lost him too. Well, first of all, she murdered him. Then had watched had watched time get rewind, and then saw another man murder him. And so when she saw Thanos, Scarlet Witch put the beat down on Thanos. Oh, yeah. Boy, she gave him the work. Like, yeah, woo! you could tell she she was like, "Well, I've been waiting on this day." Boy, like I don't think he got a hit in. She beat the shit out of him. Yeah, and in the wider perspective, like her and all the other women. Yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah. That that was one of the moments where I was just like. Tearing up, yeah. it's like, oh my god, yeah. this is a like that moment was just so beautiful. Seeing all those 
badass, beautiful, strong, independent men, yep, women yep, yep. who take shit from no man. Preach. <laughs> so, like, just kicking so much ass. And that, that was just like, I was just like, bawling my eyes. I was like, oh my god. So, so that entire scene was like uh, the entire scene where all of the ladies are protecting young Peter Parker. That was like 1999 classic Super Bowl A defense, right? A plus A plus defense right oh, there. Yeah. Like dude, like they they stiff armed everything. They 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 sacked, tackled everyone. They even came in reach of Spider-Man. Like he was protected. Oh like, yeah, it was that was that whole fight. Yeah. was a work of art. What was it art? Like, like and like, let's back up a little bit when it was just Thor, mm-hmm. Iron Man, and Captain, Captain America. America. My God. Yeah. That was an amazing... Are you talking about against Thanos? Yes. Oh, yes. That yes. was an amazing sync. Oh, and then when Captain America yeah. picked up Molnir. Oh, you said it! That, I mean... Like yes, he's worthy. Like we yeah. all we all knew Cap was worthy. Yeah, like just like in back of our heads, yes, he was worthy. But to see it, yeah, I, and yep. then just like him use both the shield, his shield and yeah. Molnir together was just pure fanboy pleasing and just like again, tears were just like. Just- Dude, Brandon, I think everyone has been excited. Who has been hyped for this moment since Joss Whedon hinted at it in Age of Ultron? Oh, yeah. By the way, that is still to this day one of my favorite MCU scenes where they're all just sitting down trying to uh, uh, lift Mjolnir, and uh, Stark has his line. He's like, "By the way, when I lift this." I, I will reinstate Prima Noctua. Like, I was dying. Like, the dude. Yeah. Like, and him and uh, Rhodey are both got their Iron Man arms on trying to lift it. Anyway, uh, that's one of my first scenes. But yeah, uh, the scene where Thor. Iron Man and Cap are just the trio are go trying to go ham on uh, Thanos. First of all, let's talk about how Thanos was just sitting there like a straight up G. He was straight up gangster style, sitting there like, "Oh, I've been waiting on y'all." Now, he was just like, "Now let me run that fade real quick." Bop! And like anyway, um, the whole scene was dope. All of them put in work, but yeah, when 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 Cap lifted that hammer, bruh, my girl, like, and like, it's like Thor's about to get killed. Yeah, yeah. And then you see the the hammer just like hit Thanos. It's yeah. Like, who the hell just did that? And yeah. we all see that it's Captain. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. Dude, and dude my lady was trying to console me. She's like, shh. I'm like, get off me, girl. Woo! I'm over here. She's trying to kick heat me. I'm like, get off me. I'm all hyped when I saw Cap lift it up. And like, uh, dude, actually, I was freaking out as the hammer started shaking. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. It's just. And then. Then after that, it's like, yes. you hear. On the left. Yeah. On <laughs> like that again. Yeah. Tears. Boom. They just the waterworks are just like. Did this move? This movie was emotional in so many ways. It was like, it, like it, it got people crying because it got people crying because it was yes, he was sad. It got people crying because it was so epic, and then it got people crying because this is the end of an era. Yeah, yeah. and so to hear Falcon say on mm. the left. Yeah. And then everyone. Yeah. Came out, dude. My God, I'm tearing up right now. Just thinking, like, yeah. I, Re- reference to my, to like I said, my my movie, Winter Soldier. It's like, dude, <laughs> and, and and then to have Captain say Avengers Assemble. Oh, uh, that was beautiful. Yeah, and and Brandon, I gotta admit that it, that dude, like ever since I was a kid, I've loved comic books. Comic books actually uh, helped me get out of uh, dark spots when I when I was in my youth. 
And to see this all happen on screen made me excited. And ever since the very first Avenger, I remember walking out of the theater thinking that movie was damn near perfect. But it, but I remember the one thing I complained about was like, dude, Captain say Avengers Assemble. Yeah. And in Age of Ultron, he didn't say Avengers Assemble. But in this film... To have him say that. Yeah, and... Dude, I mean, it was just complete waterworks. Yeah. I mean... Dude, this... I, I, I'm tearing up right now. Yeah, man. This, Think about it. it just... This, <laughs> and it, it's, the thing is, like, there are some people who try to spoil this movie and, and ruin it for other people, and they don't understand the big deal. Dude, this is the theater cinematic experience of a lifetime. We are literally a part of history. Oh, yeah. No, no one... No, not many people will be able to say... Uh, in uh, years to come that they got to see, see an event like this unfold people will be talking about this years to come in film school much oh, yeah. like how Star Wars is still being talked about till this day that's oh, another yeah. one of my favorite nerdums in the world right now shout out to all my Star Wars fans out there and um, yeah and so like Star Wars has, has been talked about years to come because it affected uh, cinema and and films in gen- on a whole on a grand scale and Endgame and the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done that so many other studios have tried to copy and implement the, the Marvel formula into their success and it just doesn't work you just can't copy what oh, Marvel yeah. did and, and I, I hope that this movie inspired the young right young filmmakers to be yes it's like these kids saw this movie mm-hmm. it's like I want to be able to do something like that. Right. And I hope that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, these kids just like get inspired to become writers, directors, yeah. producers, or mm-hmm. whatever to make good movies like the event. Yeah. Endgame. Yeah. And I, I got I to be honest. I remember a couple times when I was going to art school, I, I was going in there to get my uh, my film degree. Some people be some people saying that film isn't art. That is bullshit. Film, film is art. And, oh, yeah. And if you, if you don't believe me, Look! Look at the works of arts that, that that we look at the great directors that that we have right now, like David Fincher, Christopher Nolan, Spielberg, Stanley Kubrick. Just look at all that. You cannot look at those films and tell me that the, these are not painters and we're watching their work. Like, yeah, this is it, it's insane. And the Russo brothers, whom whom I've loved since their work on Community, which is one of my all time favorite TV comedy TV shows, and after seeing them create an, uh, a great uh, ensemble. Like like the cast of Community, Donald Glover, Joel McHale, and um, Annie Edison, and all those characters. It's just seeing them get implemented into the MCU makes me happy, and seeing all of, a lot of the 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 cast members from Community get cameos in the MCU oh, after yeah. the Russo brothers took over has made me happy as well. And I so I don't I don't mean to like uh, cut cut to the get to the gut here, but. I want to talk about Iron Man real quick. Oh, so, oh man. So, so, okay, so I'm going to get this off my chest. So, first of all, my favorite two members of the Avengers um, are Captain America and Black Widow. I love Captain America because I, I love I love his tenacity. I love his, his carry strength of character. I love everything that he stands for. And the thing is, I know a lot of people don't like Captain America because he comes off as perfect or a Superman type. But I feel like he and Superman differ in a way at the fact that Cap, I don't know, Cap just, Cap never gives up. And, and, and there's something so likable about that. Maybe that's what people see in Superman. But Captain America is 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 great. He is one of my all-time faves. And I love that about him. Black Widow, like I, I, I spoke about her before. But let's talk about Iron Man. Comic-wise, I've never actually been a big fan of Iron Man. Yeah. Like, like I, I love I like some of his stories, but him as a character, he's always been a bit of a tool, a bit of a jerk. Yeah, he, it was kind of hard. Like, he, he's the Batman of the Marvel yeah. comics. And it was just kind of... Hard to relate to. Mm-hmm. Trying to read, yeah. but something. but even then, I liked Batman too. I like Batman, but Tony Stark was never a character I love. Now, 
in come Robert Johnny Jr., who is damn near perfect for the role, especially oh, yeah. especially everything that he's going through in his personal life oh, yeah. and implementing that into the role, dude. So I think couldn't have cast that. Role, uh, are, we, are we not going to sit and talk about how great Robert Johnny Robert Johnny Jr. might be the might be the perfect. One of the most perfect castings I've ever seen. Ever. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Robert, and, and his thing, as much as... And Robert Day Jr. Was, did, did, played the character so well to a T, he made me a fan oh, yeah. of Iron Man, Tony Stark. He made me a fan of the character. That is crazy. Like that, Robert Day Jr., his, his, his character has, has gone through so many uh, stages in his life. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Tony Stark has gone through so many stages in his life, and so has Robert Day Jr., actually. And I feel like he was able. He probably drew from a lot of that from his own personal experience. And I, I know it's probably a- asking a bit much for Robert Downey Jr. to take to, to get nominated for an Oscar for his performance in Endgame. But if there is ever a film that we could give it to him, please give it to him for this. Oh yeah, agreed. I mean, if they could give Heath Ledger mm-hmm. the best supporting actor great mm-hmm. uh, Oscar, mm-hmm. you could give it to Robert Downey Jr. because right. like. What he did in Endgame right. was spotless. Yeah, in my like, he was the linchpin of this whole movie. Right. So he, and then that, the emotional payoff at the end, mm-hmm. just and how he portrayed it. Yeah. Was, I mean, utter perfection. Yeah, and. I, I I never thought I'd say this, but uh, Iron Man's demise was devastating. Oh, I, I but yeah, the, his sacrifice just meant yeah. so much. And I, and I love how both those characters somewhat kind of proved each other wrong. Captain America and uh, Iron Man. Like for example, uh, Tony Stark once told uh, Steve Rogers that everything special about you came from a bottle. And then Captain America once told Iron Man, I don't remember the exact quote, but he basically told uh, Tony that Tony would never. Uh, he should stop be, be, be pretending to be a hero because Tony would never sacrifice himself for the greater good. Yeah. Tony's selfish, which is very true. Tony is selfish, but the man has changed so much. And in the end, what did Tony do? Tony, Tony was face to face with Thanos, and Thanos told him, "I'm inevitable." And Tony looks up at him with this smirk and just says, "I, I am Iron Man." Man. Boom! Oh, and, like when that happened yeah. again, tears just like yeah. it. I knew that was happening. Right. And I'm just like, oh my yeah. god. Yeah, and when when you when you realize that that you're about to lose lose a character that that has, that has grown on you and become near and dear to your heart, yeah. like, dude, Tony Stark's uh, a struggle and his journey is was is was not an easy one. It was not an easy one, but we're, uh, we we experienced it with him and watched him grow into a even stronger hero. Dude, this. These characters have have affected me and touched me. Like I, I, I'd imagine, this is how a lot of Harry Potter fans felt when they came to the end of, of um, the Deathly Hollows. Yeah. But dude, this I'm telling you, man. Because like to me, I I knew I was emotionally invested in yes. these characters. Yes. But I didn't know like I was this emotionally right. invested in all these yeah. characters. Dude, I'm over here getting fucking goosebumps and chills talking to you about this oh, damn movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm sure I I. I Teared up a lot. Yeah. Just talking about, yeah. you know, having Captain America say Avengers Assemble. Yeah. And then Tony's death. Mm-hmm. That, you know, just, boom, would just yeah. hit you right in the feels. And it's, it's, this movie was devastating on so many levels. Like Nebula, man, her life is another story that's a bit of a tragedy. And yeah. just, oh man, I feel like that character is going through so much. 
I was. Ugh. I, I, I want to see what happens with her in the future with, with the Guardians. Asgardians. Asgardians. There we go. There we go. And by the way, speaking of Asgard, I want to talk to you about a couple characters. First of all, I love Valkyrie. Yeah. I thought I thought her introduction to to the Thor's uh, series and the MCU was amazing. Thor Ragnarok is one of my top ten favorite Marvel films. Yeah. And then let's talk about Chris Hemsworth. Oh, so, he, he he is God's gift. Yeah. I love Chris yeah. Hemsworth, dude. Chris, so let, let me talk to you about Chris Hemsworth for a second. So Chris Hemsworth, when I when I first when I first saw him come up as Thor, I was like, okay, they casted a deep voiced. Uh, God, uh, buff, God-looking person. I guess he's fine to play Thor. And the first Thor movie, I thought it was a lot of fun, you know. And then the second Thor movie, I thought it was a lot of fun too. It was it had some missteps. And then Thor Ragnarok came. I was like, huh, this man, this this actor and this character. Oh damn, it, it that was kind of cool. No, no, yeah, and then right. Infinity War came. I was like, what the fuck? His the character's transformation in these oh, yeah. past couple movies has hit me. And now Thor and Chris Hemsworth have become one of my favorites in the Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe. And I love how the Russo brothers basically showed that a lot of people grieve in multiple different ways. And so, some of it manifests in different ways. And like how Thor had that body change. Yeah, and, and dealing with PTSD. And, yeah, and, and, oh, and dude, like, I, I felt really terrible for, for Thor. Like, it, I mean, it was, it was humorous as hell, but... Yeah, the burden he yeah. had to deal with yeah. and all that. I hope sometime in the future... Uh, Thor figures out who Newt Master... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, so I actually want to talk to you about that brutal, crazy opening. Like, like when they when they busted it on, on Thanos. Thanos, oh my God. Thanos is sitting there seasoning chicken or whatever the hell it was. And um, that, that was an amazing... That was a good scene. Yes. Oh, that, that's another thing. I, I, I want to talk... To, in the future, I want to talk about favorite scenes in the MCU. That is going to be in there. That well, scene... I mean, that, the, whole, like, the whole battle is like... Yeah. You kind of have to like... That's like what thirty minutes at yeah. least, bro. They made quick work of Thanos, like real quick. But I, but yeah, that that scene of them finding Thanos, mm-hmm. it building then, up him telling them the devastating news about what he did to the Gauntlet, and, and then, then Nebula saying, "Oh, he's not a like." Yeah, I know my father. He's not a liar. And like, thank you, daughter. Boom. Like, and then yeah. and then oh, and then what? And then what does Chris Hemsworth say? I, I went for the head. Which which is a, a, a from, sh- from Infinity War. Yeah, that was a line from Infinity. That was one of my favorite lines in Infinity War. And then Thor came. And by the way, when Thor walked out that building, you you could just see the anger and weight that was that was that he was carrying on his shoulders. Yeah. You could just see it. Like that was one. Of my, that's also another one of my favorite shots. Is him just walking out of that building. And it gets blurry. It, it just blurs and it gets dark. And then five boom, years, five years in like, the future. Yep. Wow, it's like because I as I, I was not expecting that I would. Expected like a big battle, which we, which we got later. Right, of course. Like, but that is like that whole scene subvert, subverted my all my expectations. That's actually the perfect scene I would use to describe that scene. That scene most definitely people were hyped, ready. This is Thanos. This is this has been a whole year building up that we wanted to see this, see this, see this, uh, this ass whooping take place, and it ends up be, uh, subverting our expectations. It ends up being something. Very dark and devastating. Like yeah, that, right. that scene was absurdly dark, especially for an MCU film. Yeah, because a part of me thought that we were gonna get like a huge like yeah. battle film, some kind of speech, Thor telling him something about humanity. Yeah, I, I, it just like leading up to like the first half of the movie was kind of like dialogue. You had yeah, to try yeah. to like mm-hmm. figure shit out, right? Whatnot. And then boom, second half would be just all pure battle scenes and just trying to like stop Thanos and try to re- get everything back in order. Right. Would 
I was just like, boom, I'm like, okay, that's great way to like change my opinion about like what was gonna happen. Yeah, and by the way, so th- this movie had a t- tons of MVPs. Cause you know you got a Black Widow who sacrificed herself. You got a uh, Hulk who took t- took the brunt to try oh, and, uh, to do the snap. You got. I loved Professor Hulk. <laughs> like I am glad yeah. they used Professor Sir Hulk. Hulk. Yep. As that's a that's a deep deep cut. Yeah. Because I was not I, I was not expecting them to use Professor Hulk. Yeah. I because I, I, I was just wondering how are they gonna bring the Hulk, Hulk back, back in yeah. like. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I like having <laughs> yeah. Professor Hulk because because he's 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 the Hulk. He 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 can murk everyone, but he's also got guy got the, the the smarts from you know. Yeah, and, I, and that's that was the perfect Hulk to use mm-hmm. in for, the, yeah. for Endgame because mm-hmm. there's like like there's World Breaker Hulk, Normal Hulk, mm-hmm. and then Professor Hulk's like right in the middle of like combining all the good aspect like good aspects of. Banner and Hulk. Right, right. Man, and this movie had so many great moments. I know we already talked about one of one of all every, one of our favorite moments, which is uh, Captain America being worthy. Is there a, uh, what's what's one of your uh, uh, favorite scenes that you like to talk about? Besides that one, I mean, I, the the entire movie was a moment. But. Yeah, I, we've, we've more or less covered. I could go on and on about mm-hmm. like the battle stuff at the end, like the right. la- last act. Mm-hmm. But the stuff with Ant Man, like Ant Man, uh, Captain America, Black Widow going to Tony, yeah, to talk about the whole uh, time travel stuff, trying yeah. to convince him. Oh yeah, that's like we needed that moment mm. just to try to loop Iron Man back in mm. into like trying to get him back into uh, saving the world again. Right, right. Because he's like. At that point, he pretty much, like, after he came back, sickly as hell, like, skinny. Yeah. And then had that beef with Captain, you know, Buttonheads after that meeting and everything at the beginning of the movie. So pretty much saying, fuck you, Captain. Yeah. And it's like, I, I don't want to do anything else. Dude, he looks so malnourished. Yeah. And so he just left. Yeah. Five years later. Yeah. Ant Man came came back, which I love. Yeah. Paul Rudd. Robert Downey Jr. was on some A class acting game in that scene where he's all skinny, tired oh, yeah. from being in space. Boy, oh, he, that, was, that, that, that was mm-hmm. like, it, that's like Oscar worthy. Yes, but, definitely. But the like Paul Rudd coming back and mm-hmm. then fighting his older daughter mm-hmm. was another good scene. Like it's like, God, uh, was it Cassie? Mm-hmm. Cassie Lang, right? I think so. Yeah. It's like him seeing an older. Daughter's like, oh my god, yeah, that was a very touching moment for mm-hmm. me. And then you got so big, <laughs> yeah. And then him talking, trying to him, Captain and Black Widow, trying to convince mm-hmm. um, Iron Man to come back and help out. And yep, he got that little bug inside him. It's like, how the hell am I like, would you do like the, the theory got like his. Scientific mind it just started working. It's like, how would you actually do that? Yeah. And on that, and that just boom. Like that was a good scene. Like yeah. him doing that, and uh, was it was it then that he was that when he told his daughter, "I love you three thousand? Yeah, yeah. That mm-hmm. was perfect, and then how they brought it back. 
at the end. Or was it the cheeseburger comment? Yeah. <laughs> but still, yeah. that that cheese, like at the very end, with after the funeral, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, the bodyguard or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John, Fra- John Favreau's character, yeah. Happy Hogan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sitting down with the little the, girl, the little yeah. daughter. Mm-hmm. Again, the yeah. waterworks. Mm-hmm. When and, 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 oh, like, I, I, like when she said, I want cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. Boom! Yeah. Just like waterworks again. Uh, I, that was like because it brought back to the first Iron Man. Yep. When Tony Stark said, "I want a, I want a cheeseburger." Yep. After he got back from being captured. Yep. So that though, like, there's just I will not fault anyone for having. Any scene being their favorite scene. Yeah, in in game, there are just so many good scenes in it that it I, I would understand completely. Yeah, if they have a different scene than mine, right? Because and and, and, and it speaks to them on a different level than me. And, and that's actually that's actually one thing I want to talk about is that there's no such thing as a perfect film. Right? Yeah, like there, there, there's definitely issues in uh, Endgame, but yeah. I this is like. As close to a perfect movie, at least in terms of the comic book yeah. movies, as you could get. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say that there's no such thing as a perfect film, but I have to say, if there, if there was a perfect film, Endgame would, would, would be one of the top running candidates. Oh, I, I mean, agreed. I mean, I could go back at, well, through the Godfather and probably find some silly things to nitpick on. And Godfather is notoriously known for being one of the greatest films of all time, but Endgame, dude, man. Did, uh, so here's, here's how awesome. Endgame truly is, right? James Cameron, a couple years ago, made some comments about superhero films. He, he kind of, like, just brushed them off. Yeah. And he said something about they'll, they'll be done in, like, a few a few years. And that can be far from the truth. And with Endgame's success, even James Cameron has come out and congratulated Marvel on their, on their success. So that should tell you something. And James Cameron, Cameron is one of, one of the greatest of all times as far as, as, far as directors go. So, you know, that, 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 that right there is a big nod. And... I can't really find a scene I want to pinpoint, but if I'm going to bring up one quick one, I'm going to say uh, the scene when um, little young Peter Parker is telling um, Tony Stark, "Sir, we won, Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark, we won, we won, sir." That that one and. It's dude. It yeah. That but, again, pulling the emotional heartstrings. And, and it sucks because Peter Parker has lost so much. He hasn't really had a father figure since Uncle Ben passed away, and then in comes Iron Man, Tony Stark, who is Mister Invincible, and then Peter loses him too. And then seeing that trailer from Far From Home and seeing Peter all broken up and just oh, yeah. over, I, over, over, over over the loss of uh, Iron, Iron Man, dude, it is just brutal. And that's another reason why I'm excited to see that. Not because it's post post snap and post in game, but I'm excited to see. Just how how everything how he's going to acclimate to that, and I really hope um, Sony is okay with Marvel utilizing that character more. Because Tom Holland has come out and said that he played Peter Parker for twenty more movies if he could. Oh yeah, and, 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 I, and, and as a fan of the Marvel movies, yeah, I am happy as hell to hear right, that right. as a fan. Yeah, so, so there, there's and I have a, quite a few favorite shots in this film. I already spoke about one, which is seeing that shot of uh, Thor walking outside with Stormbreaker just carrying the, the weight of what he just did. Yeah. When, he, when, they, when they killed Thanos walking out. I love that shot. And another one of my favorite shots is when Captain America is just covered in dirt. And his shield is broken. And, oh, yeah. and he's just tattered and beaten. He gets up. And you, you, you just see the determination in his face. Don't know what it was about that shot of him standing up. It gave me chills. Oh, yeah. I, I love that shot. And, and 
the death scene of Tony Stark. Yes. Mm-hmm. Of Peter and um, got uh, Pepper Potts. Yeah. Right there. Mm-hmm. It's like that was probably one of the best shots in the movie. Oh yes, yes. And I'm uh, like, because Pepper Potts just pretty much like. Ditch guy out of the way, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. to Peter. Mm-hmm. By the way, Pe- Pepper's a bad. If Pepper was oh, putting in work. She, she kicked some ass. Oh, me. yeah. But, like, Peter had his thing. Mm. You know, it's more or less said his goodbyes. Yeah. But the look on Tony's face, and as Pepper, it's like, said her things, and it was hugged. It's like. Mm. And then. Uh, the laying the reef the reef down mm-hmm. into the pond yeah. the lake or whatever mm-hmm. and then seeing all the big characters paying homage like at the funeral right that was again and then like when I saw the saw the, the seeing film, all those characters there it makes and you realize and seeing that one kid from yeah, Iron Man, from Man 3, 3 yeah. it's like at first like who the hell is that like <laughs> Because I, 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 I recognize everyone else but the kid. Yo, me and my friends were wild. Who the hell is this random kid? Yeah, Why is the camera lingering? Get the fuck out. And I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, during his podcast, mm-hmm. he said the exact same thing. Yeah. It's like, who the hell is like, yeah. like, no, him, him, her, her, her. It's like, and I was like, who's that? And then he got, as you said... He got wrapped up in everything else and kind of like yeah. forgot about it. Yeah. His second or third time mm-hmm. seeing the movie, he asked a friend of his, like, who's that? And he's like, the friend of his is like, that's the kid from Iron Man 3. Yeah. Like, and you know what's funny? Is and that- he's, like, he's like, boom, head explosion. <laughs> <laughs> so I love Kevin. So, what's funny is that uh, I actually was kind of thinking that might have been him, but I wasn't completely sure. But uh, so there's two things I want to bring up before I bring this podcast to a close. Um, one is the, is the emotional great scene. Of, of uh, Captain America, old sitting there on the yes. bench, and he gives the shield oh, to, we, to we Anthony Mackie Falcon. Yeah, the, the, we the, to end this podcast, we can talk about that the bench scene and yeah. then the scene right after. Yeah, which I think is a, will be a perfect way to end this yeah. podcast. And but there's one more thing I want to talk about. And uh, this recently we we lost well, not well, we ended up we we lost Stanley some time ago. Yeah. And needless to say, he affected my life. He was the first he, he affected a lot of people. Yeah. He was the first celebrity I had ever teared up over losing. Like like I like there are some celebrities like Robin Williams that I, I got a little sad, but I was actually in tears uh in my office here, just just crying when we lost Stanley and seeing him and knowing that that's his final cameo, man, that hit me. And his line was so great. What was the line when he said, like, make love, not war? Yeah. And that was that was, and, and the woman next to him mm-hmm. was supposed to be his wife, right? Which is even more touching. Yeah, that we lost his, his last scene was him and his wife. Wife, right? That was if that's gonna be his last cameo. Yeah, that was a perfect hell of a way to go out. Yeah, and man, Stanley has affected me in so many ways, and he's given us characters that affected him oh, in so yeah. many ways. And yeah, man, but yeah, let's 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 go on and close this out. And then. End of, end of the movie, Captain America goes back in time yep. to replace the, the time, the, all the Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. And every, it's like, what was it, Hulk said, like five seconds or whatever, mm-hmm. like ten seconds or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. like, he'll be back in like five or ten seconds. They count it down, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh shit, he didn't make the jump mm-hmm. back here. And then was it Bucky? Yeah. Yeah, it was Bucky. He's like, Hey, look, yeah. Well, look over there. He's, you know, and then the camera pans. Mm-hmm. And we see him on the bench. 
That yeah. was like. That's another great yeah, shot too. Oh, I, exactly. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. And nearly everything in this film was masterful. And even if you hate the idea of of superhero movies and all this, you you cannot deny the work that these directors put into this movie. The juggling act alone oh, is yeah. insane. Oh yeah. And so. And Bucky was like, "Go ahead, right? You first. Mm-hmm. And then they talk. Falcon and Captain talk. And to have Captain pass over the shield. Yeah. It was a huge moment. It, it was. It was a huge moment because me and my friends have, especially me and my brother, we've talked ex- uh, extensively about who we think should should be Cap's successor. And you, I, and, both, and you can both, go, both sides have a good case yeah, the, for it. Yeah, the White Wolf, Bucky, Winter Soldier, or because like in the yeah. comics he was he took over the shield. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But at the same time, Falcon. Falcon took over in the comics as well as at one point as and, well. And but he was closer to right Captain movies. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. both characters had a special relationship with Cap, and you could e- either or, mm-hmm. and I was fine with either of them being given the shield to be the new Captain America. Yeah, Cap is Cap is definitely an interesting character, and and is the one that I probably look up to the most out of the Avengers. Yeah, I mean anyone's welcome to look up to any character that they want to the most, but Cap, I, I look up to him for for so many reasons. Uh, he sticks to his guns. Even 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 when it's is not necessarily the best thing to do is Cap Cap doesn't always do the easiest thing. He does what's the right thing, yeah. and the right thing isn't always the easiest thing to do. And I f- I feel like that's what separates uh for me Cap from 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 Superman at least. Yeah. Because Superman, I feel like he's a god, and I was always it was always hard for me to connect with Captain yeah. America. Um, is is in all sense a superhero? The man, the man, the man is the he's the. He's he's the man everyone will, uh, everyone strives to to be like he's he's, 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 he's and he's what America should strive for too right right his ideals yeah. and Brandon I just want to say thanks for joining me on today's uh, podcast but, but then we can't forget the scene of him and his love interest oh yeah oh yeah that I yeah. and then you see that Dude, at the that end. Is- Oh my god! Because you, you hear the 1940s music, yeah, and that was like, oh my god! Mm-hmm. Again, we keep bringing it. I keep bringing up tears. I mean, the, the last 30 minutes yeah. of the movie, constantly crying. Yeah, like I'm surprised I didn't. I myself didn't f- flood the. It's brutal. The man. whole theater myself. Yeah, and to see Captain and this love interest dancing. I, cause like he kept wanting that that dance mm-hmm. with her, and to end the movie on that yeah. was perfect. Oh yeah! I mean, I, I you could not end that any other way. You could not. Yeah, and I also thought it was kind of interesting that both Cap and Tony both had an interesting turn of events. Like uh, Tony, who's been selfless most of his life, in the end, did a very selfless thing. Yeah. Cap, who's been very selfless. In the end, he 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 took that one special moment for himself and did a very selfish thing, but it was great. I yeah. thought I thought that was great seeing both those characters come to an end with that. And this movie was damn near perfect. It's everything I ever wanted yeah. in a superhero film. Everything I ever wanted the 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 Marvel Cinematic Universe to be what I hope superhero films can strive to be like. And I just was yeah, saying, I, I, yeah, Endgame was like a high bar to me. And yeah. like, I don't know if any other. Marvel movie could reach up. Yeah, and uh, and I, I agree with you, but Brandon, once again, thank you for joining me on yep. today today's episode, my man. And thank nerds all over the world. Thank Marvel. Thank Stan Lee. Thank Jack Kirby. Anyone who 
even in the in remotely shaped my childhood uh, for, for the better. I just want to say thank you guys all. Um, mo- movies are art, and this film is proof of that. Until next time, guys, this is Dez from Featuring Dez, signing out. Peace. Peace. Time.